Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Slasher Supreme. I'm your host Christopher. Since last Friday was Friday the 13th, it only makes sense to talk about, well, the original Friday the 13th. Let's get into the review, shall we? Friday the 13th was directed by Sean S. Cunningham. The plot of the film is that a group of teenagers are being stalked and killed by an unknown assailant in a summer camp. Uh, it's as basic as that. If you want anything deeper, you're not going to get it with Friday the 13th, especially the original film. Now, this one did kind of set in the archetype for what we're going to experience, you know, in this franchise and in the slasher genre in general. You know, all the you know all the stereotypes are here. The jock the nerd, the stoner, uh, well, the slut, I guess is the best way you could put it, and our final girl. Now I'm going to chop this up, this review up and do three things I did love about the film and three things I didn't like about the film. Now before I get into that, I'm going to spoil this film heavily. If you haven't seen Friday the 13th and you are a fan of the, if you say you're a horror fan and you haven't watched it, you are not. This is, it's the big three, this is one of the big three. You have Halloween, Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street as like the big three for the slasher genre. You've got to watch this film if you haven't. Just go, don't even listen to this review, just go, go watch it. Just go see it. With that being said, the, one of the, the first thing that I loved about this film are some of the kills. They are downright fantastic. But it's also kind of a double-edged sword, while some of them are amazing, some of them are horrible, but I'll get into that in a minute. Now, one, I'm going to talk about two kills in particular that are amazing. One is Kevin Bacon's, of course, iconic death in this film, where he gets an arrow through the throat. It looks gruesome, and it's simply just amazing. Blood squirting everywhere, and he's, you know, trying to gasp for air. It's just... It's amazing work by Tom Savini, I'll just have to say that. And then again, his girlfriend that gets killed, she gets an axe slammed into her face, and it is just brutal looking. It is amazingly well done. It just looks painful as all hell. The second thing I love about this film is the atmosphere. There are shots where we kind of, I guess you could say, have it from our killer's perspective, you know, looking in through windows and things, and it's just silent. And it's just very tense and nail-biting, especially later on in the film when it's raining and you just hear the raindrops coming down, you know. And the score as well is very very well done, too, and that adds to the tension. This is just a very tense film later, especially later on when the bodies start piling up. It's amazing. I just love the soundtrack for this film. And the last thing I want to talk about, which is a huge spoiler, is the twist. Now, if you've watched, if you haven't watched this film, but you have watched Scream, you of course know that Jason Voorhees isn't the killer. It's his mother, Pamela Voorhees, who's been taking out her vent, who's pretty much been getting revenge on the camp because her son died there. He drowned in the lake because the camp counselors were too busy having 
sex, basically. They were just too busy having sex, and he drowned in, in the pond, in the lake. So she's just been murdering everybody, every camp counselor there. But yes, it's, it's her. She's the she's the killer this time around. Not not Jason. He does make an appearance though. But yet again, it's a double-edged sword, which I want to talk about later on. When Pamela is on screen, she absolutely steals the show. She's menacing. She's threatening. It. She's great. It's all. She's very creepy as well. Because at one point, she starts kind of talking in a childlike voice, and she kind of sounds like a younger kid. And she's like, "Get her, mommy. Get her." And it just sounds. I did a horrible impression. But it just sounds creepy coming from her. But it's just fantastic. And then her death as well is iconic. After she gets fucking decapitated. And then it, it looks fantastic. Now, the three things I didn't like about this film. So, well, which is the double-edged The first double-edged sword I was talking about is some of the kills. Well, a couple, some of the kills are fantastic. On the other hand, some of them are just downright, well, crappy. A lot of them are kind of cutaways or off-screen kills. The one just puzzles me to this day. I've watched the film dozens of times, and it still just confuses me. A girl gets thrown through a window. You can see that she's been cut up, but for some reason she's covered in rope. And, you know, we know it's Pamela. So why, why did she cover her in rope and throw her through a window? It's not even like tight on her. It was like loosely wrapped. So it, it's just one of those things that puzzles me. But yes, uh, like the first kill, or not the first kill, but the second kill in the franchise is kind of a fade. You know, we zoom in on her face and then it fades. And of course, we get the title jump. But yeah, that's the second kill of the franchise is just kind of like a off screen death. Uh, when we get a couple more of those throughout the film as well so it's just very lame when the kills don't you know aren't shown when the kills aren't really shown which kind of gets fixed as the franchise goes on the second thing I did not like is that this film is kind of boring in certain aspects there's a whole like a couple scenes where we watch somebody just make food it, it's boring there there's a couple other times this happens throughout the film and not they're not making food but something else is going on and we just sit there and watch them while nothing really goes on you know it's just kind of there's sometimes there's dialogue sometimes there's not and it's just it's very boring and it, it feels like it is just there for padding and it just makes everything kind of take longer to get going you just want to see the bodies start piling up the last thing i have to say that i don't like about the film is the ending now here's here's why i love pamela being the killer i love jason showing up here's what i don't like is they play jason off as a dream scene our final girl well spoilers again kills pamela gets on a boat and goes into the middle of the lake there she wakes up jason attacks her apparently and then fades out Bam, she's safe. That was just a dream. It just, it really detracts from it. It would have been so much better if they would have just ended the film with her getting dragged into the lake. And here's, they even change it, they fix it too, because in the second film, she was the first kill. 
So they should have just left the ending where Jason drags her down to the lake. That would have left a horrifying image in everybody's mind just seeing that fucking kid, the zombified corpse of Jason, drag her into the lake. But no, they just make it a dream scene. So, you know, it's whatever. But yeah, but it's just, it, they, they had such a good ending and they just had to ruin it with it being fake. Granted, it's all fake, but still, you know what I mean? It would have been more impactful. But, yeah, that's the three things I love about the film and the three things I don't love about the film. Why did I do it, this, you know, a little bit differently this time? Well, I mean, like I said, this is a, one of the big three. What can I say about this film that hasn't already been said? I love this franchise. Out of the big three, Friday the 13th is my favorite followed by Nightmare on Elm Street. I love just how later on in later on in that franchise Freddy just gets more and more humorous. But I've always loved Friday the 13th. It's been one of my favorite horror franchises since I was a teenager really. Not you know because there's always sex in it, but just because of how Jason looks as the series progresses, he gets more and more badass looking, I'll say. I mean, I know in this first one, he's not the killer, it's Pamela. But later on, they just have, you know, they continue with the lore a little bit. And Pamela does show up a few more times as the series progresses. They never forget about that. But, yes. I love this franchise. I'm excited to continue to talk about this franchise every Friday the 13th. I know this episode's come out a little bit later, but being able to sit down and watch one of the films always cheers me up especially on the un- uh, one of the unluckiest days ever well with all that being said that is my review for the original friday the 13th i'll meet you guys in the outro to conclude this episode thank you guys for listening Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Slasher Supreme. Please like, share, favorite, subscribe, thumbs up, or whatever you have to do to let me know you're out there listening. If there's a certain video game or movie you'd like me to review, please leave me a voice message here on Anchor, a message on the Facebook page, or on Instagram. If you do not follow me on Facebook or Instagram, just look up Slasher Supreme Podcast and you will find me. Today's fun fact is that the original camp that was in Friday the 13th, is actually still opened and has campers going there. They even have a wall dedicated showing, you know, props. I think it was props and photos from the film. It was kind of like honoring it and, you know, showing that this is the camp. So that's a little neat fun fact for you there. Anyways, next uh, next week's episode, I, I have a really uh, good movie planned. Uh, it's actually going to be a uh, redo over a movie I have previously done. I wasn't happy with the episode, and I've always wanted to kind of go back and redo that one. So, yes, next week will be a redo, my first one ever. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.